2: October 17th, 2023 NXT. This was technically the go home show for Halloween Havoc 2023. We're going to have a two-part Halloween Havoc this year. Uh tonight, oh my god, the amount of women's matches we had in NXT. This was, was phenomenal. Great. You love to see it.
3: You do love to see it. We had a great um we had a great Monday Night Raw too with a lot of women's segments and matches and good storytelling, good good matches being booked. So I I'm here for all of this.
2: It's a new, new era in yeah. WWE, and uh, that tease when we went off the air tonight. Like
3: they did teasing Jay Cargill in all the shows, and I'm kind of here for it.
2: Yeah, I like it. It's um, it would be funnier if they didn't even acknowledge it, and she just kept popping up in the background like an Easter egg.
3: Right, but it it feels like they're having their own bidding war for Jay Cargill within WWE. I kind of like it.
2: I have a theory. Hmm. What's your maybe, theory? I think that two weeks from tonight, Jade Cargill is going to win the NXT Women's Championship off Becky Lynch.
3: Really? And like def- on her and first, it, match? On our first match?
2: On her first match and defended Cross Brands. Okay. And the reason why I say that is no disrespect to Lyra Valkyra. Okay. No disrespect to Tiffany Stratton, who I think is going to be on the main roster sooner rather than later. Me too. Um... I think that Jade, with how m- m- well they're treating her and how much they're promoting her, I think that she makes the most sense. Who she in has NXT? to do
3: something huge on her first match. Huge. She just has to. There's like the, the hype around her. And and I love it. I gotta tell you something. Like, if you are an AW talent, and I'm not trying to be petty or trashy, but if you're an AW talent, what is WWE presenting with the way that they're treating the people that come over? Look at Cody Rhodes. Look at Jay Cargill. I gotta tell you, even Brian Pillman Jr. already feels like a huge deal in NXT, and he hasn't even shown up. He yeah. never felt like this in AEW. So I think they're just putting in the work to make sure that these people know, hey, if your contract is up, we are an option, and we're not going to treat you like crap.
2: Yeah. I, I can see it happening. It's either that or she takes that SmackDown title off EO, but
3: I don't know. We don't know which show she's going to be. And I kind of love it. I kind of love it. I think we, with the NXT title being held by Becky Lynch, it felt like a bigger deal and it's yeah. being defended on Raw. So if if that's what Jade ends up winning, like on her first match, it will make such an impact. It will be absolute insanity. And she can go to Raw with it because that's what yeah. we're doing. She's going to be showing up on SmackDown. So I, I think everybody wins if they go in that route.
2: Now, that being said, she did have the secondary title on AEW. I would love to see her with that SmackDown Women's Championship. But I think with her gimmick of being so dominant and undefeated, that's going to be harder to pull off on the main roster. Whereas with NXT, she can defend that everywhere. And honestly... You can rotate her victims. And the NXT World you know.
3: Women Championship has never felt like a secondary belt to me. I, no. There was some periods of time where it felt like the belt to be had, as opposed to the main roster belt. And with Becky Lynch carrying it for the last, you know, couple of weeks, months, it's it felt bigger. Yeah, we have we've seen, you know, we've seen Charlotte Flair come down to try to get the belt. Like, you know, I, I, I'm just saying, this title never has. If she carried that, I wouldn't feel like she's carrying something secondary you know what i mean but i say i see what you're saying like her with a main roster title would probably feel like a bigger deal but i agree i think uh the nxt title could really just do wonders for how we get her starter here.
2: and i think that because we didn't see her tonight you know they didn't announce her there was no backstage face off the fact that she was doing the watch tap you know like yeah time's ticking time's almost up that felt significant. And think about it in terms of what they need right now. Smackdown, the ratings have, or the uh, TV rights have already been negotiated mm-hmm. with USA. That's already a done deal, right? So if they have her show up at the end of Halloween Havoc night one, after Becky defeats Lyra Valkyra, and then challenges her for week two, that's going to be a ratings boost. Oof. That's going to be huge for NXT. Um, and yeah, I think, I think, you know, again, this, this could be just a little bit fantasy booking, but the way they did that tonight has my great. wheels spinning. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why and she didn't have that?
3: a quick face off with Becky last night on Raw.
2: Yeah. So, so we're telling the maybe, story. yeah,
3: we're telling a story here. Lots of stories to be told tonight.
2: Yeah. Uh, NXT, the most entertaining Love NXT. wrestling show
3: tonight flew by. was a lot of back-to-back-to-back women's matches and segment but we got to the main event i'm looking at the time it's 9 50 and i was like when did we get here like when did this happen it pays very well and i was like wondering if it was gonna feel a little draggy compared to last night last week's because last week's was so exciting but that wasn't the case i totally i was forced entertained tonight by nxt as usual
2: no it was absolutely great we opened tonight by the way this is the wrestling podcast i'm going that's isa
3: Yeah, I'm Issa, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us in the show. I did a little raid. Some of my viewers are in here. Oh, I know.
2: We got a lot of people in the chat tonight. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, If you like the show you're shooting the first time, give us a subscription. Uh, Click like. Click that bell while you're at it.
3: Yeah, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Tell people you love me.
2: It's True. Send Issa $5 in a self-addressed stamped envelope. She'll send you back a signed 8 (laughs) by 10
3: oh my god
2: <laughs> um so this show opens tonight with the bada bing bada boom battle royal yes with the winners receiving a shot at the nxt tag team championship and i love this idea that one partner goes over the rope and the team is eliminated until it gets down to two then it becomes a regular tag match but can i just tell you for a second I mean, yes. look, I knew when the final two were Chase U and uh, Los Lobos. Um, I knew Chase U was winning this. So you know what overshadowed this entire thing was Tony D and Stacks having a nice Italian dinner at ringside.
3: I couldn't stop staring at their place of food. I've been on a insane diet uh, because of my stomach condition for a couple of weeks. And I am a sucker for spaghetti. So I could not stop. I will tell you one thing, though. I don't think that. Tony D was like really like Tony D was choosing healthy. If you notice, he picked up the salad, but Stax played. The spaghetti; kept going down and down and down. Stax was eating.
2: Got to bulk up, you know, <laughs> maybe he's trying to put on some weight, but no. Um, Look, two of the most delightful teams. And yes, I use the term delightful. Two of the most delightful tag teams in all professional wrestling are Tony D and Stax and chase you for pure entertainment value.
3: Agree, but before we get into like their tag match, the the quick bada bing bada boom, did you were you impressed by Scripps? He came out of nowhere and eliminated like five teams at once.
2: <laughs> Scripps is making a comeback. Yeah, he is. You know, well,
3: he eliminated his own buddies. It made no sense.
2: Yeah, as as many things about Scripps have made no sense.
3: But the streets make no sense, Glenn, and Scripps is from the streets.
2: Like, like the show power. (laughs) So we're flipping channels the other night. Okay. And my wife out of nowhere goes, what's power book. And I'm like, what do you mean? What's power book? Like the, like the, the, the Apple laptop. She's like, no (laughs) power book four. And I'm like, it's power book four. She's like, you know, power book. Wow. Now I'll never unsee that. Every time it's power book four, I read power book four.
3: Power book four.
2: Power book four.
3: Every time. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it came yes. down to los lobos locos, which they will forever be known as that. Are uh, those tattoos real, Glenn?
2: Uh, I don't think so.
3: Damn it. I wish they were real.
2: I mean, can't you find out? Don't you have a connection? Someone who knows someone who can ask?
3: I, I don't I don't have time for that.
2: Okay, I don't know. It's kind of weird, too, right? Like cuz we kind of know people who know people in this space. But I always feel like an uber mark whenever I want to ask a question. Right. (laughs) And I have to to remember that these these characters on TV, these wrestlers, they might know of this podcast, but they don't know all our inside jokes. Right. (laughs) Which is why I'm very afraid to interview anyone in NXT.
3: They do know about us. They do know about us. when I went to the WrestleMania media scrum, I was very shocked by it was Melo and Grayson waller both knew about the wrestling in podcast because alfred was also there alfred was part of the podcast back then And they they knew exactly who we were because of the wrestling podcast. There's not a lot of NXT podcasts anymore. It's true. So, you know, there's only a handful of people that are still breaking down the shows and all that. So I'm not surprised. And NXT audience, I think, is like the talent is more aware of what people are saying because they're developing. They probably want to know what's working, what's not working, what are people enjoying. But, yeah, when I went to a WrestleMania media day, uh, both Melo and Grayson Waller knew, knew me from this podcast.
2: That's amazing. Sheet Black, thank you for the dollar ninety nine super thank chat. You. Um, and you are audience here tonight. You are the 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 glue that holds this podcast together, the most powerful audience in all of professional wrestling podcasts. Because you're watching NXT and you know what's up.
3: I always say that on my I do wash alones at Cheap Plug and YC D, D by YouTube. Uh I do watch alones and I always say the people that pull up on Tuesday, those are the real ones.
2: They are. It's it's the <laughs> best, it's the absolute best. Yep. Um, so we're gonna have chase you versus the family. That's yeah. going be in stacks, not like P. Diddy in the family, but Los Lobos lost.
3: Do you think the grandpa's disappointed? He's,
2: he's gonna haunt them, they're gonna have a dream.
3: I thought the the grandpa, like the never mind. <laughs> what did the grandpa help them win?
2: there's so many things I would do differently if I was booking this and that would be one that they'd be able to like channel the spirit.
3: Yeah. Like the craft, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean,
3: no, but that would be cool. Like if they do some kind of like, uh, like they, they just like get together in the beach and then they, they invoke the spirit and then one of them is good, but the other one turns super evil. Ooh,
2: I because... like that idea.
3: Yeah. Do
2: You think that's why uh, Isla, Dawn and, and uh, Alpha Fire are going to break up?
3: No, they're never breaking up. Don't tell me that.
2: <laughs> well I they curse that those tag titles uh we got a video from blair davenport who challenged Gigi dolin to a match at halloween havoc it's gonna be a lights yeah. out match yeah oh and uh lexus king don't call him brian I jr i
3: love this i love this he went he went in on his dad and his father's yeah. dead <laughs> I Sorry, mean, I had to channel Christian Cage there, but he said that his dad spent more time at a hotel room than he ever did with him, that he didn't know him, and that he's going to make his name bigger than his dad's ever was. Like, this man is cutting promos on his dead dad. Christian Cage is shook somewhere.
2: Yes. Now, does Lexus King sound more like a luxury car or a luxury bed? Ooh. Maybe both.
3: What if it's a car with a bed? Like, Pimp My Ride. I'm pretty sure they did that on Pimp My Ride at some point.
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and Alexis King, of course, all jokes aside, tribute to the women in his life. Uh, I love I in. love
3: everything about this. And like I said at the beginning of the show, he it really feels like a huge deal. Huge and deal. I never felt that uh, coming from him in AW. I thought t- in AW he felt like a name value because he was going by Brian Pillman Jr. And you're familiar with that name. Um... But, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him show up next week and see what he's going to do. I mean. Maybe maybe he took out trick. We'll get sh- to
2: that. Oh, I, I like that idea. I hadn't even I thought know. about that.
3: Maybe he uh, took out trick. He wants to make a, you know. I, hey, listen. You never know.
2: Shout out, though, to the, the NXT WWE Glow Squad. Uh, the The Glam Squad. Because I think, honestly, he has a better haircut. His beard. Is more manicured now, like he got amazing. he got his
3: teeth done. He got his teeth done. Too. Yeah, they
2: gave him a glow up. Like he, he got, looks better.
3: You know, you sign for the big leagues, you start making that big leagues money, those veneers come immediately.
2: It's true. And I think that's the thing. I think he doesn't look like an indie wrestler anymore. He no, looks very indie in AEW.
3: Yeah, he's awesome though. I actually met him a couple of times. He's he I, I wish nothing but yeah all oh, the success for him. He's a cool dude.
2: But that's going to be interesting, though, him doing this character that's uh, so like at odds with his, his deceased father.
3: I love it. I love yeah. it because Christian could never target him again, no matter what happens next on his career, because he doesn't have daddy issues. Or maybe he does have daddy issues, but he's going to handle them.
2: Will Chisholm, $2, saying Christian would have been proud of his dead dad promo. I
3: well, mean... Christian cut a promo on him in AEW and told him that. His dad will be embarrassed, and that's why he's, you know, why he's left to this industry. So now he's gonna make sure that he proves that wrong. I always love the thought of the of the kid because, like, a lot of times we see, oh, I'm a second generation, I'm so proud, and, and that's awesome too. But to see the kid that's like proud and wants to be better and don't want to be known just for that, I remember Charlotte Flair for a long time was just going by Charlotte, remember? And then like. I feel like Ric Flair being her dad is like a bonus now because she's so good and she established her career. You know, it's there, but it's not what you know her by. When at the beginning of her career, that's all people Mm -hmm. talked about. I think this guy is gonna come in and maybe make try to make the same kind of impact. Where that is just an, an added fun fact to the things that he's gonna be able to accomplish. Book the right way.
2: Okay, but when he goes to the main roster, what does he change his name back? No. Okay, we'll see. We'll see.
3: Why would, you, why would you go through all this and cut all these promos and then go right back to the name? Oh, then, you're just, then you're just full of crap.
2: Nah, he's gonna go he's gonna come to terms like Julian Lennon did about his no, father.
3: No, no no cap. He better not be capping us. He better stick to what he's saying he's gonna do and do it.
2: You don't think they don't bring in Stone Cold at some point? Oh my god, I could tell you the promo. I mean, like, we're jumping like a year ahead on the uh-huh. Lexus King story. But you don't think that he gets to the top of the mountain. He becomes NXT champion. He has a and Stone successful Stone Cold run. shows up with a gun. No, that's <laughs> amazing. Now <that> I think <laughs> that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> okay, so Stone Cold comes up, shows up, and then uh Lexis King is afraid of Stone Cold at first because like, "What are you here to do? What are you here to do?" But then Stone Cold gives him the hard heart, and he's like, "You don't understand how much your dad loved you, and we spent all the time on the road, and all he talked about you, how proud he was of his son, and yada." Like, I'm telling you, there's a way to babyface this. And have him come to terms with his dad's name before he goes to the main roster.
3: No, you know, I don't like baby faces, so no.
2: Okay. We shall see. I mean, I don't know. Remember, Alfred was always adamant that uh Braun Breaker is going to be like Rex Steiner on the main roster or something.
3: We don't talk about Alfred no more. We all know he was wrong in most of his takes. We just had to deal with him because we get paid, too. <laughs> Shout to. Shout out to Alfred. We miss you, buddy. <laughs> the record, I miss you. I miss you, buddy. Like I, just, I, Listen, you know I would talk this crap to Alfred's face, too, so
2: that's not a problem. <laughs> okay, so Carmel, Carmel Hayes comes out in a leather jacket to cut a promo. Baron Corbin comes out in a leather jacket to cut a promo. Oh Dijak comes out in a leather jacket to cut a promo. And before they could break into greased lightning, um, they are arguing about who's going to be the number one contender. Uh, Off appears. It's going to be a triple threat, but he says, but oh, no, no. I'm adding a fourth for Fatal 4-Way. It's going to be Trick Williams. And you think, what does this mean for Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams and their friendship if they're both going to be competing and be the number one contender for the NXT championship? What did you think of this segment?
3: I loved it. First of all, I love the, the leather jacket. It, it, it was so obvious, right? And you were like, which, which, which jacket style do you prefer it was at yes. this point? But um, yeah, I, I really liked the back and forward. I love the fact that Cody still made that. The, the lingering of Cody as GM was still, like, going on this week. And I love, I thought Melo selling the the what does this even mean for our friendship was incredible. Uh, I will say, though, this promo did no favors or the match for Melo. I mean, he looked great. He wrestled great. But size-wise, my God, did he look like a little kid out there next to this big meaty man that slapped me tonight.
2: It was uh, a good promo. I think the Mellow Trick thing was really interesting. And I like the, like, in a way, they accelerated it now. Uh, So spoilers, so Trick was attacked backstage, taken out of this match tonight. And the question's going to linger. Who attacked Trick?
3: All right, here's my options. Let us know in the chat or in the comments if you're watching after the fact. If you're listening to us on audio, tweet at us. Here's my three options. Okay, I got four options. Okay, you ready? Glenn, I want to know what you think. Number one, Carmelo Hayes. Is the obvious one, right? Number two, Wesley. Where has he been?
2: Oh, yeah, it's interesting. Where
3: has he been? Number three, Lexus King. Lexus King said he's going to make an impact. You never know. Number four, Los Lobos Locos, dead grandpa.
2: Not Blair Davenport? No. Not Kevin Owens?
3: No. The grandpa.
2: Not NXT Anonymous.
3: That's the grandpa.
2: Oh, ooh, I didn't even thought about that. That's solid. Um, I mean, they want us to think that it's Carmelo, it's probably Corbin or Dijak. I don't know. And they're doing it because they want to plant the seeds of division. But I like your Wesley theory. I think that's the, the best.
3: I stole it from my chat.
2: Okay, but that's good though. Uh Sheet Black wants to know where's Alfred? Alfred uh has as he he was not future endeavored. Alfred asked for his release. He's so no longer
3: f- with us, poor so
2: one. He, he can focus on his YouTube channel. Yeah. For wrestling bits.
3: Good content over there. Absolutely. We, st- we still love Alfred.
2: Not as much as Tony Khan does. But uh Corey Pride, two dollars. How long before Mello and Braun go to the main roster? I mean, I could see this being Mello's last match if he loses to Dragonoff, his last match in NXT.
3: Yeah, and Brown has felt ready for a while now, but I mean,
2: he's got to I wrestle think, up Mr. Stone.
3: I think he needs to learn how to tan before we call him up. I think there's an issue with the tan, and we need we need to figure out the the orangeness. Like you don't want him walking around like MJF, who's like world class world champion, and he still don't know how to tan. So let's let's get that in part of the development before we bring him up.
2: She'd whack Buck ninety nine says Mello did it.
3: Hey, listen, I appreciate that. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people think it was mellow. You never know.
2: That is the one great storyline left for him to do. If he stays in NXT, that's the storyline. Is to <laughs> do...
3: Uh... That's my mom in the chat sending you a hug, by the Wait, way. Wait, really? Isn't that the sweetest? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Angelina, thank you so much.
3: <laughs> saying a big hug
2: for Glenn. Love you, say, Angelina, thank you. We appreciate your support.
3: How cute. How cute. That's adorable.
2: Yeah. Uh, my, my mom... I do... Uh, like four podcasts and my mom used to tell me to send her links. And then I started telling stories on the podcast where I was like, I don't want my mom listening to my podcast anymore.
3: There's <laughs> a language barrier. So I'm good.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've told, uh, revealed too many things. Um, so I do think, yeah. Mellow versus trick is the last great story for Melo. To have they have
3: to tell theory. it before either one of them gets called up, but I, there's a lot of people in NXT that are filming roster ready.
2: Yeah, uh, The main Carmen...
3: roster is cooking right now, too, so do we need to call them up before, like, if it's not their time, keep giving them good stories in NXT, too?
2: So we saw some of the future of NXT's women's division tonight, especially in this match. Carmen Petrovic versus Jada Parker in a first-round match for the fun. NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. I love both of these women. Um, you could tell they're very high on Carmen. Carmen. It's weird she has a sword, though. Like,
3: Yeah, she's, she's... like the female Drew McIntyre.
2: But she's never going to be able to use the sword. Like, why make that part of her gimmick?
3: She needs to shield with it, too. She'll go crazy.
2: Well, you don't have a sword to just be calm with it. You want to, you know... Kill Bill, swing that thing around. that.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
3: To Britney Spear on her knives, dances that she does on Instagram.
1: Um this was a
3: fun match. This
2: was a great match.
3: I love I love the breakout tournament because this, this one feels like there's a lot of talent coming up. And you know, we we talk about Tiffany might be going soon. You know, you have Jade who probably be more featured on the main roster. There's other women that are slowly going to make their way up, but it feels like the NXT women's division is just getting started. We're building some great stars. I have fun watching both of them. I wanted both of them to win at one point, but carmen oh, yeah. ended up walking away with the win.
2: Well, I'll tell you because they're like NXT's women's division is almost perpetually in a rebuilding phase, right? Yep. And all these call ups happen, and then you're just like, what's why aren't they featuring these women on the main roster um but and that is getting better but that being said like i could see jade she could be dominant on XT, she could be dominant on raw dominant on smackdown and you rotate it to the point where it's not like she's just running through one division right you know right um but i thought carmen and uh, jada were awesome tonight love this match so carmen advances uh yeah, lots of good women's matches. And this was followed by Lyra Valkyria versus Tegan Knox. Natalia there by Tegan Knox's side. This got a decent amount of time. This was a really good match. I mean, Lyra won, obviously, in her build towards her match with Becky Lynch next week. What would you think about this?
3: I thought it was a really, really good match. You got, The the wrestling is always good on NXT, but overall, every match tonight was enjoyable. There was nothing that I was like, oh my God, that was terrible in the ring. I think the, the battle royal probably because it was so short. It was kind of pointless. But yeah, this was a lot of fun. I love what they're doing with uh, Lara Valkyria right now. Uh, the, the way that she's building up her character and the way that she's growing because she's going to face her idol, but she doesn't want to be seen just a, as a fangirl. You know what I mean? Um, I, I I enjoyed it. Ticket knocks. Um... So we started featuring her more, which yeah. is always a plus. She's been on Raw. She's been here. But she's still taking a lot of losses. So yeah. she's getting more TV time, but she still has not gotten that significant win or that's that weird. match that makes you go, oh, holy crap, this girl is it. You know what I mean? So that that's just a concern. But overall, I didn't think Tegan Knox had a chance with knowing that Valkyrie, Valkyria has a match against Becky Lynch or Indy Hartwell. But we're completely dismissing Indy Hartwell.
2: <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah it's tough um so i thought this was good enjoyed the match and then natalia piper niven chelsea green were there they all were brawled to the back lira grabbed the mic had a promo on becky lynch pure babyface promo lynch then appeared on the titantron responded um i feel like the problem with becky And again, I'm I'm almost falling too in love with my own ideas here. I'm getting high on my own supply because I think Becky is amazing in everything she does. But in NXT, like, I just don't think there's a single believable contender that can out-wrestle. And the other problem is I love uh, Lyra Valkyria, but it's the same problem Roxanne Perez had. It's the same problem Tiffany Stratton had on the mic. They're good, but they're not great yet. And I think that's where Jade, I mean, we were, people are saying, oh, she's too green. I mean, yeah, but she's amazing on the mic. She can develop her skills in NXT. She can have squash matches on the main roster. Like it just, now that now that they did that little tease at the end, this makes all the sense in the world.
3: Yeah, I'm, I agree with you. I like it.
2: So, yes, boy, $2 super chat. Same. Hey, you
3: didn't do the hand. Yes, boy. boy. Yes, boy. Yeah. Okay. Good job.
2: If y'all were wrestlers, what would y'all theme be?
3: Puesto Paguerreal by Bad Bunny.
2: Well, I'm going to say Fuego by Menudo. I don't
3: know, man. That new Bad Bunny album has some really good That's bangers. Good. Maybe that Monaco song or Nadia sabe. It will be a Bad Bunny song no matter what.
2: Interesting. I mean, I, I had a career in hip-hop. I could just use one of my own songs and be like John Cena and rap my own theme.
3: Please don't do that. Or maybe it will then. You'll get everybody to sing it and then, you know.
2: The beginning them royalties, then the big bucks start rolling in.
3: Hey, that's where it's at.
2: Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I'd probably use. Uh, there was, there was a couple songs I had that I was like, oh, I'll just make a good wrestling theme. You know, this would be fun, be good. It's hard to pick one, though. The thing about wrestling it themes is. is you really got to love it because you could be stuck with that forever. Yeah. Like, I do know. you think Shawn Michaels regrets Sexy Boy?
3: No. What would you regret? That's one of the greatest songs ever made.
2: I mean, maybe he regrets singing it. No. I don't know.
3: It's weird now, right? Because of his age, but no, that's that song is a classic.
2: But why does it sound like it was recorded on a karaoke machine in 1991?
3: Because
2: it was <laughs> one of the first home karaoke machines. I love the
3: organicness of it, Glenn. <laughs>
2: yes, they it was they had the two things. they had the cassette in one to play it, and then the cassette in the other one to record.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and he turned on the reverb, so it made his voice sound a little sweeter. Um. So.
3: Shout out to Corey Pride, during another bad Bunny's hosting and performing in SNL this no, weekend. Oh, that'll be what a, fun. That's amazing. I'm so proud of him.
2: Carmelo confronted Trick backstage. They were talking about what John Cena said to Trick, about whose time it is. And, uh, yeah, this was good. This is really what set up quite nicely, the uh, the surprise attack.
3: Yeah, but they said, Melo said, you should have let me know ahead of time, so we could have came up with a game plan. Melo yeah. was planning on attacking this man the whole time. Hmm. He's like, you would have told me ahead of time. I would have cut the brakes off your car or something. You know, now I got to talk you backstage.
2: <laughs> we had GG respond to Blair Davenport yep. for their Lights Out match. Do they gimmick that wheel before they spin it? They have to. Yeah. They've done it live on the air before, but it's still probably gimmicked. Yeah. These are the things I think about. I love it. Someone from NXT watches this podcast, do me a favor. DM me on on the X, on the Twitter, and just tell me how they gimmick the wheel. That's all I want to know. Or do they, they do has, multiple camera takes?
3: They have somebody behind it and it's like a two side, and then that person stops it. Interesting. There was like some stuff behind it. Somebody could just be like hiding in those boxes and stops it. I like yeah. my theory. What if uh, I'm the person? Like, I, I will get paid so much more. Like, I'll be like, if you want me to do that, you got to pay me. Not just going to stop your freaking wheel just because. You want me to
2: lie to the public and be complicit in your conspiracy? I best be getting paid. <laughs> oh yeah i could ask eric bischoff that's a good idea uh yes boy two dollars what would be your finisher
3: i would like super kick someone with my high heels on and like poke their eye out with it i my like, finisher fatality would... that's like a fatality finisher you know what i mean
2: uh yes <laughs> Issa would literally murder would blind people in the ring it'd be great um I'd probably use what should be Sami Zayn's finisher, which you is would. the uh the blue thunder bomb, the sit down thunderbomb. That's that that always looks am- amazing. I don't know why that's not his finisher.
3: Because it doesn't finish matches, isn't that the whole point of a finisher?
2: But you could put it right into the pin, it makes so much sense. I mean, i sure I'm not gouging out their eyes,
3: Isa. That's so much better. <laughs>
2: And why don't you just have your finisher be like, what was it? Joker in the Mortal Kombat versus DC where he just pulls out a gun and shoots somebody. Yeah, <laughs> That should be Arn Anderson's finisher. Uh, or that member of FTR whose name is escaping me. Cash.
3: Wheeler. Yes, Cash Wheeler.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, good Lord.
3: Isn't, oh, no. it weird how
2: we all, isn't it weird how we all stop talking about that, by the way?
3: I mean... Yeah, because everybody just like like everybody was going crazy, and then we just found out like oh, it was just a road rage, and he just flashed his gun, and it doesn't feel like it was like he didn't even feel gangster no more.
2: Actually, that would be an amazing finisher where you just pull up your shirt, you go problem, <laughs> and then they like fall down and pin themselves. What? Because the- <laughs> they don't want they don't want any trouble, you know. I love that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, no, the Hulu kick makes no sense. MDV 999. The Huva kick hurt, looks like it hurts Sammy more than it hurts the opponent. He's going to pull something.
3: I, Sammy hurts Sammy. Sammy existing hurts me. <sighs> Von Wagner. Five, Klinger. Oh my God. This was the saddest thing i ever seen. And I no. still don't understand how he can't walk from that. Like, it makes no sense.
2: Don't ask questions, Isa. Just all right i'm sorry sorry, I'm sorry um so Vaughn, right we family. saw a very touching segment with von wagner and physical physical rehabilitation you
3: felt touched by it uh I where did that... it where did it touch you Glenn? <laughs>
2: <laughs> right here isa right here um i wonder what's up with Vaughn in general isn't it weird he, he von wagner has had the weirdest series of stops and start pushes in NXT I missed over Va-
3: the last I miss Solo Sokoa feud Von Wagner. That was the yeah. best Von Wagner. Um, I feel but, bad, though. I hope he's okay.
2: I hope he's okay. But Mr. Stone's going to defend his honor.
3: He's stupid. That's dumb.
2: It, it, this is going to be the shortest match in NXT history. He's going to die. Or he's going to do like a Benny Hill and run around the ring, run backstage.
3: He's still going to die.
2: He's still going to die. So yes, Mr. Stone challenged Brom Breaker. Do
3: you think that was like a moment of rage, and he like probably like now that he can, he probably won't even sleep on it. He's probably laying in bed awake, like, why did I do that? That was stupid. Why did I challenge Brom Breaker? (laughs) Yes, Brom Breaker needs to learn how to tan. He was orange.
2: I love that. That's your main note. It disturbs me. Okay. Uh, so we had Shotzi versus Kiana James.
3: I love Chelsea's fit. It was very uh, Carol Baskin.
2: This was a fun match, and Roxanne Perez made a little cameo helping Chelsea yeah. win. I loved it. Grabbed Kiana's handbag. Mm-hmm. What's in mm-hmm.
3: that handbag? Well, she was What's rummaging through box? it. What's in the box?
2: Sebastian's phone number. Um,
3: Who's Sebastian?
2: Remember the guy she was cheating? Oh with?
3: my god! Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, Glenn! Great throwback.
2: That was Kiana James's biggest storyline in NXT when she wanted to buy the bar.
3: I think her bigger storyline is how she could ask us number and get her to come to NXT. Because that I don't understand.
2: Um, I love her entrance with the helicopter animation. It's like a video game. It's like she's playing it's like yeah. she's arriving in Streets of Rage or something. It drops down and then she hops out.
3: Yep. I you like know? it too. It's yeah, it's, it's like cute. Contra.
2: Uh, it's fun yes, match, though. Yes, boy, two dollars asking will i be playing spider-man 2 i will i'm uh absolutely gonna play that when i get a chance it looks amazing i'll be getting it for the ps5 yay did you play the spider-man game play the video games isa yeah the first one yeah it looks great that's thought the gameplay the i, I was wasn't repetitive. really
3: playing the game i was just going around new york to see how accurate they really had the graphics
2: i mean you know what I don't like about that no? LA Noir had that problem. GTA has that problem. It's like, oh great, I can drive up to this building and then I could do nothing. Like I can't go into every building. Um, it's like Microsoft Flight Simulator. Microsoft Flight Simulator is amazing. It uses real-time map data. Right. Um, and so from the sky, it's like, oh, I'm flying over my town. This looks amazing. And then you crash the plane and you're like, this looks like like when you would make the Mr. Rogers neighborhood out of milk carton buildings as yeah. a kid. That's how it looks <laughs> when you're up close. Complete ass. Um <laughs> So hopefully Spider-Man 2 is better. But no, love this. Love Shotsie getting a win. Yep. Then we had the Trick uh, attack backstage. Carmelo and oh, the referees trick. checked on him. Poor Trick. And then Dominic Mysterio, Nathan Frazier.
3: Dominic was getting interviewed, and a, a moment somebody said something about Nathan Frazier, and he, he said, I didn't even know who he was until before. I wish he would have said, I don't even know who that is. That would have been so pissed. <laughs> If Dom would have been like, I don't know who that is. If, if Nathan Frazier did this to Dom in prison, he'd be dead.
2: <laughs> and Rhea Ripley. Mommy. Yes. Flew Mommy down to Florida him. just they, to save Dominic.
3: They live there. So they oh, have to slide they? there after run, no matter what.
2: <laughs> oh, then that makes a lot more sense then.
3: Yeah. And she, she's not going to let Dom Dom go down like that. The Judgment Day is on a high they won the tag team titles yeah. yesterday, so they got to continue to have each other's back. It's the best way. Together, stronger, together. I'm here for mommy uh, helping Don because Nathan Frazier was dirty about the way he approached this.
2: What did you think of Brinley Reese versus Ariana Grace?
3: I love Ariana Grace. Kiss I love me. everything about the beauty queen like gimmick. It's so uh, good. Yeah, it is. And she's like, kiss my head when the match started. Uh, it was short, but it was fun. I I, I just really, she really stood out. This is her first time performing with this gimmick, correct? I know we've seen her before. Yeah. But I don't think we ever seen the beauty pageant gimmick from her before. I Super thought she clever. stood out. I thought she stood out immediately. Mm. And while I think Lola Vice is winning the whole thing, I think Ariana Grace is making it to the end. Really? Yeah.
2: I don't know. I thought, uh, what's her face with the sword?
3: Oh, yeah. She's good, too. But she's on the other side. Oh, that's true. Um oh, mm. but yeah, she's uh I was gonna say the other girl looked like a Sol Ruka wannabe. She well she's a last it minute was, replacement. It was very similar to Sol Ruka. Yeah, I understand that. But even the the moves when she got in the ring and the flexing and all that, that's a Sol Ruka thing.
2: Yeah. Uh both women looked very good in this. Brinley yeah. Reese. Brinley Reese, uh I'd like to see more of her wrestling. I'm sure she's been on level up. Uh look forward to checking out more of her matches. But that name is one of the least wrestler names I've heard in a while.
3: Maybe that's what she was going for, Glenn.
2: Okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yes, boy, with the $2 super chat. Issa, have you ever made a boy or an ex cry?
3: Me? I could never. I'm a saint.
2: <laughs> We're not going to dive deeper into that.
3: On we'll leave show. it at that. I'm not lying. We'll just leave it at that.
2: Um so Braun and mr stone got in the exchange stone challenge breaker to a match at halloween havoc um then corbin and Dajak headed down carmelo had the jobber entrance already waiting in the ring
3: yeah what was that all about
2: well he got his entrance during the promo earlier i guess you know uh but who cares well, about the entrance because he won the match he's the new yeah York he did contender. but this
3: was a fun match and it was crazy that he won it because he was getting punished <laughs>
2: Yeah, this was really good. Really good main event.
3: Yeah, it was. The, the double suplex from the ropes that he did onto both of these humongous guys. It just looks so impressive uh, on him. And he stole the pin from Baron Corbin. And I got to tell you, Glenn, my heart stopped for a second when Baron Corbin hit that end of days. I was like, if he kicks out of this end of days, I'm turning the TV off and I'm done. But that's not what happened. Melo took advantage of it, kicked Baron Corbin yeah. and stole the pin from the end of days. One of the best finishers, there is.
2: So, I've revised my theory. Trick Williams is going to cost Carmelo this match next week.
3: I thought that Trick was going to come in and get the pin, like, last second.
2: Yeah, but no, but next week, because Dragunov's going to stay champ, and then we're going to get Carmelo and Trick finally. I like it. And should pay off a deadline.
3: We'll see. I'm not mad at this. I mean, there's so many things. There's so many ways that we can go. The one thing that I always knew, no matter what, was the Dijak was not winning.
2: Yeah, man, Hard Justice <laughs> just isn't running wild.
3: Matrix Tad Jack is not it.
2: Yes. Hard Justice, a tad flaccid.
3: I like. I prefer to call him Matrix Tad Jack. He looks like straight out of the Matrix.
2: Um, you know what I thought was weird this week, now that I'm thinking about this? It was weird that Chase U was there and we had Thea and JC like cheering them on. But this was like the biggest backseat they've had since they've teamed up.
3: Yeah, but they didn't have spaghetti. What happened to the rest of the spaghetti?
2: share it with the audience
3: man that'll
2: be great Issa's really craving spaghetti
3: I, i'm just craving food in general
2: i feel you yeah. <laughs> um so carmella won this was a great main event we had a bit of an overrun but look the big news tonight is that Lyra valkyria was backstage watching the action she took that picture of her and becky off her lockers and ripped it up telling becky That the women's NXT Women's Championship is hers, and she stormed off. And then Jade Cargill appeared on the TV screen watching the mats and tapping her watch because time is up. And maybe we're going to see Jade after that main event next week.
3: We'll see. I don't think the ripping of the picture is necessary. Like, is still? She has another it's digital. She She probably does. Yeah, we all have backup. Now,
2: the only other thing that could happen, Jade could show up Mm -hmm. after Charlotte and EO Friday.
3: Hey. She's showing up everywhere. I I it's keeping us on our toes.
2: Yeah. Um one of the two. Or maybe, maybe Ron next week. Maybe all three. Maybe she wins the championship on every No, Rhea, Rhea Ripley okay, you
3: need
2: to relax. No, Rhea, Rhea Ripley is the only women's title that I'm positive is not changing hands anytime soon.
3: Yeah, but she does have a crazy match coming up because they make that fatal five-way. And talk about the big, meaty, men-slapping-me version of women. You have Nia Jax, you have Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Starks, and who am I missing? Who am I missing? Raquel Rodriguez. Like, that is my fantasy women's match right there. I'm excited for it. I think that's going to be Rhea's big. Well, I mean, not that she's had that many challenges. not that she's defended the title that many times, but this is going to be rough for her to get through.
2: So you said it's the women's version of big, meaty men.
3: Yeah. Big, you got to come up
2: with, you got to come up with a, you don't say big, meaty women. That's, that's, doesn't sound right.
3: It doesn't.
2: <laughs> There's got to be a more tasteful way to say that.
3: All right. I'll, I'll ask Chad GPT later. I'll get back. Okay,
2: there you go. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Put an AI to go to use. Um, so yeah, that man, that Jade cameo.
3: Uh, that whole show, tonight's NXT was fun.
2: So much fun. Halloween Havoc's gonna be great two weeks, two Tuesdays in a row.
3: I'm excited. I'm excited.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be great. NXT best wrestling show, most entertaining wrestling show.
3: Consistent.
2: Consistently entertaining. So good. Issa, what else you got
3: going on? Nothing people can find me on NYC Demon Diva. You can find me here on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And you guys can also find me on Lucha Libre online and yeah i do wash alongs i watch all these shows with with my youtube community over there it's a great time you should you guys if you haven't joined yet and you're in the chat you should come check it out
2: uh you can find me online in glenn Rubenstein on the x and the twitter the x i'm on uh, blue sky although i've never really used it
3: uses that okay threads <laughs> I, I
2: keep forgetting about threads um so uh oh yes uh sundays doing gigantic pop with matt morgan and raj Geary. this past week we talked about nightmare on elm street on friday the 13th and i told a very embarrassing story on the podcast
3: well i haven't my- seen that episode yet i have to go check it out then
2: yes it was very fun very good uh matt and i gang up on raj constantly give him a hard time it's a very fun podcast
3: love that
2: check it out on youtube please subscribe thanks everyone have a great week uh tomorrow night aew coverage and we'll be back on friday well uh isa and flobo will be back on friday i'm off this friday but i'll be back next tuesday for the first night of halloween havoc have a great week everybody take care and we'll catch you next time on the wrestling podcast
0: bye this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping